Hey, what's up, everybody? Have I told you about Anchor yet? If I haven't, it's where this podcast that you're about to listen to was recorded. Now, Anchor is re- really the easiest way to make a podcast because they have recording and editing tools right on the app for you. They help you out with distributing out your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think about. And guess what? They even help you out with making a little bit of money on the side with your podcast. And if you're really interested in it, Go check out the anchor.fm site, or you can even download the app right off of your App Store or Google Play Store. Go check them out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. I just want to welcome on everybody today. I'm actually recording this on a Monday morning. It is uh, Monday, June 6, 2022. I'm actually recording this after a great weekend that I had with the family. Got the chance to celebrate my dad's 58th birthday. So shout out to my dad if you're definitely listening to this. Love you, Pop. Uh, got a chance to just hang out with some family. Had some family friends over. Um, had some amazing tacos and everything. Uh, had some family out there. So for all the family that's maybe listening to this, I was there. Love you guys. Had um, absolutely amazing that you guys came. And any friends out there, any friends, definitely thank you so much for coming. Uh, but um, I just want to uh, record this podcast on here today. Sorry again for being so very inconsistent here, guys. Uh, this is actually going to be episode number 89. Uh, so can you believe it or not? Um, I'm actually at 89 episodes. I'm very proud of it. Very happy to go ahead and say that I've actually been able to continue this podcast here. And I know that maybe I don't have too much of a following or too many people listening, but I definitely appreciate every single one of you who do listen. And I would definitely, again, appreciate if you just pass this on, share it with your friends, share it with your family, with anybody that you meet. Um, just definitely let them know if they, and hopefully they'll appreciate it too. So um, with today's podcast here, just we're going to get right into it here. There's been all kinds of news when it comes on to all the teams, when it comes on to Lakers, when it comes on to Raiders, the Dodgers, all kinds of news. So Dodgers are well underway, and when it comes down to their series, Mookie Betts has been absolutely on fire. Um, some of the starting pitching has been a little bit suspect, if you ask me. Um, Tyler Anderson, uh, one of the guys, he's kind of emerged as this, I don't know, this guy, I, I never knew anything about him. But this dude came in, and he's been pitching amazing. He's been a breath of fresh air when it comes down to that starting pitching rotation. Um, Tony Gonsolin has been pitching amazing. He's uh, six and zero, so yeah, six wins, no no losses when it comes down to any of his starts. Uh, I believe he does have a couple no decisions. Dude's pitching, uh, it's well under one point six. It's I think a one point five nine ERA, um, earned run average. So I mean, it's just his average uh, runs that he's that people are actually getting off of base hits and stuff like that, not off of errors or anything like that. Uh, so if most of you know baseball, you definitely know what I'm talking about. But overall, his numbers have just been amazing. Uh, so he's definitely been another breath of fresh air. You wish that, you know, or not wish, but you would want or expect, you know, some of these other guys like um, like Walker Buehler to kind of be showing that kind of that same, you know, that same that same kind of fight. Uh, you also have Day or May. He's uh, our big red. Uh, he is still in the mi- he's still in the mix. I want to say I believe he's actually still rehabbing. He's not really has he hasn't really had any kind of a uh, of a start at this point. But we'll see what happens when it comes down to Dustin May. Now. The uh, so we'll talk more about the Dodgers here. Just wanted to give you a quick little recap. They had a couple of disappointing um, losses when it comes down to the Pirates, when it comes down to the Mets. 
but uh, we'll start breaking down one more games and start talking about the season. But overall, we're still in first place uh, in the in the West in our division. Uh, still looking like we're one of the top teams to going to to going to compete uh, in the playoffs this year. But really early in the season, really early to going to you know definitively say anything. So we'll have to go and just see what happens later on in the season. But we'll we'll talk more about that later on this week as well. Now to jump from the Dodgers on over to the Raiders really quick here guys because today's podcast is mainly going to be centered around the Lakers anything with the Raiders right now they're just going through OTAs Uh, they're going to be taking a bit of a break here pretty soon when it comes down to it they're going to be doing their whole little summer break they are after that going to be going into well actually mandatory mini camp is actually going to be coming up here pretty soon that's when all these players have to report. A lot of people have been scared about Darren Waller. You know, he's uh, holding out right now. I mean, he's actually been participating. <laughs> he's been participating, but uh, in OTAs and everything. So it doesn't seem like he's going to be the type of guy who's going to go and skip out on man- a mandatory minicamp. And especially with the new changes, new, with the new changes of the CBA, they are now the teams are having. They can't you know, wave off any kind of fees or anything like that for people and for players not showing up in, in minicamp. Uh, now they, part of the CBA is that they have to, that it's demanded that they have to uh, charge or fine for that, you know. So I really doubt it that when it comes down to Darren Waller, especially the fact that he has been showing up for OTAs when these are all voluntary. One of the main, one of the main things, especially when you got new management, new coaching staff, all that good stuff, you definitely want to see that in the one you have all your, you know, main guys, your your leaders, your Derek Carrs, your Max Crosby's, your Devontae Adams, your Chandler Jones, you know, those guys. You want you want to have those guys out there. But to have almost damn near the whole team. I know I, uh, well, everyone's shown up, but not everyone's participating. I've heard that Josh Jacobs has been showing up, but he's not really participating or working out. You hope that it's nothing injury related or anything like that. You hope that it's just more of the guy just kind of resting his body or something like that getting really ready for the season in his own kind of way whatever the case may be but he is still showing up so it's not like you know you're you know seeing any kind of bad blood or anything like that people are tend to make it a really big deal when it comes down to it saying like oh is is um you know zoo zamir white the the whole reason why he's not showing up and this and that blah 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 but i highly doubt that the dudes are i think a little bit more mature to go to be worrying about petty stuff like that you know what i mean but we'll have to see Again, we'll talk more about that. There's so much stuff when it comes down to the Raiders. It's really one of the things that I've been uh, really fortunate about when it comes down to the three teams that I talk about on this podcast. There's so much news all the time when it comes down to it. Like when it comes down to the Lakers, we're we're into the finals in the NBA in the NBA playoffs. We're in the finals, and the Lakers are still coming up like crazy all over the news. Isn't that wild? Maybe that's just me because I'm a Laker fan and I look for that kind of stuff. But on ESPN, like on, on global networks, you see them talk about the finals. Then right after that, they switch over to the Lakers. It's like, we we, we didn't even make it far into the playoffs this year, like for real. But knowing knowing everything that they're talking about, you know, when it comes down to hiring a Darvin Ham and all that. For those of you who are Laker fans, you probably already heard all the news and everything that I'm, coming to, that I'm talking about. But I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about what I can kind of see, my, what my opinions are, and overall my excitement when it comes down to it. As um, I kind of mentioned in some of my other podcasts, you guys have heard where I mentioned the three main guys. It was uh, Kenny Atkinson, 
it, at one point Quinn Snyder was in there, uh, but it turned out that he was really never interested in the job. To be honest, it sounded like uh, who was the other guy? God, well, of course we hired Darvin Ham. God, I can't even think about the other guy right now. It was Kenny Atkinson. Oh, Terry Stotts. I'm so stupid, guys. Sorry, my bad. Uh, the ex-coach of the the Blazers. When it came down to those two guys, or even even the three of them, Quinn Snyder, when they even thought about him, you he, he was the former Utah coach, and and he did a great job. I'm not gonna sing anything about his job with 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 the Jazz, but the dude never won anything. It's like you want at least the dude to kind of come from a winning culture. So that's why I was kind of happy with Darvin Ham. Yeah, he wasn't the never, he was never a head coach, but he's been an assistant for quite some time now. There was a lot of talks that he has a lot. He had a lot to go in and do with some of the stuff, with some of the principles, uh, the offense principles, even some of the defense principles that they ended up running over there with the with the Bucks. Uh, so, for those of you who may not know, Darvin Ham, former assistant coach of the or assistant coach of the Milwaukee Bucks under Mike Budenholzer. Apparently, some of these were. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, there has been a lot of talks of it, and even the time period that Mike Budenholzer was out. I believe he had COVID, he had some other stuff going on. During that time, Darvin Ham took over as interim, as interim uh, head coach. And he actually was able to implement some of his own principles when it came down to the offense and stuff like that. That allowed Mike Budenhoser to allow him to implement some of those in this season. In this season, you know, of course they didn't make it all the way. It wasn't the same, um, same outcome as the prior season, but... Hey, they've done a great job. It looked like for sure they were going to be the heavy favorites going on repeat, in my opinion. But things happen the way that they happen. But in my honest opinion, uh, out of everybody that was there, Darvin Ham was definitely the guy who I wanted. It's it's just for the simple fact that he hasn't had the chance at being head coach. Like, we know what to expect from Quinn Snyder. We know what to expect from Terry Stotts. Now it's just now it would just be the matter of fact that they would have better players possibly than what they've had in, in um, with other teams. Now when it comes down to maybe the first two guys, when it comes down to LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you can definitely say so that they had that those two are better players than they've ever had. It's in, in most cases, you know, especially with LeBron James. Um, you know, you could think about with the Blazers, Damian Lillard. Maybe I don't I don't really consider Damian Lillard being the same tier as the LeBron James. You know what I mean? Um, not no, no disrespect to to Damian Lillard or anything like that, of course. But it, let's just let's just be real here. You know. Now, same thing when it comes down to the Utah Jazz. I don't think Rudy Gobert or Dar- Donovan Mitchell are even further. You know. <laughs> You know, they're further from being at that same level as LeBron than Damian Lillard is. You know, let's just be real. <laughs> you know, now, when it comes down to Darvin Ham, the man has, has a guy in the Greek Freak who, at least at this point, has been up there with LeBron as considered as one of the best players in the league. Not to go and say one of the best players of all time or anything like that, but at least as of right now, they're both considered in the top tier of some of the best players in the league. Can we all agree on that? Now, for those of you who might not talk to me, well, well we could, we could really talk honestly, but let, let's, we can really talk about it. 
But let, let's just continue on here just to entertain it. Just to, you know, just to going to entertain the fact that, you know, we, we say that Giannis and LeBron, at least right now, are somewhat in the same tier, right? Now, Darvin Ham has some experience with that. It'd be really easy to implement some of those same offensive principles or even defensive principles that he that he's had with with the Milwaukee Bucks and implement them with the Lakers. Just for that simple fact that you have a player similar like LeBron and, and Giannis, two guys who like to drive, who like to who can dish it out in different kinds of angles because of their size. They have different. They have the ability to finish in all kinds of different ways in the in the middle or at the rim. They have, well, in my opinion, I think LeBron has a better mid range game than than Giannis. But Giannis has definitely been improving on it, you know, in these past couple of years. Same thing with their three point shot. I think maybe LeBron has gone a little bit further now. Of course, LeBron is further down his career. But you know, at least at this point, LeBron does have a better shot than Giannis. But Giannis is pretty much right there with the man now you can go ahead and argue of course Giannis has more athleticism but you know overall you have the same kind of player you know virtually somewhat of the same player there you know you also have uh you also have AD who kind of gives you some of the similar defensive and offense principles as Giannis in a way when it comes down to what the rest of the roster kind of looks like here guys I'm pretty sure Darvin Ham most likely won this won this coaching job for one big thing. I I'm assuming that one of the big answers or one of the big questions that they gave to these coaches in their in their interviews were or was how do you plan on utilizing Russ or what would you want to do there? And I'm pretty sure that Darvin Ham gave him the answer of like honestly I would be looking to maybe trade Russ, you know? <laughs> You know, he probably threw him a whole, not, not even a curveball, but that's probably what they were looking for, if anything, you know? Because I don't really, again, I, I don't know. I, I saw a path. I, I, I do see a path. Like, even right now. But, well, maybe not right now because there's salary issues and salary cap issues, all that, all that stuff. You know, there's money involved when it comes down to the type of players that the, or that the Lakers would need. Sorry. There's certain players that the Lakers would need in order to really be successful if they keep LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. If they decide to keep all three of them, you need to go hard 3 and D. Like, hard 3 and D. You're talking about a dude who can, a center who's a legit center, at least a legit center nowadays. You know, like a... Like a Christian Wood, like a Mouse Turner, like a Brooke Lopez, you know, similar guys like that. Dudes who are big enough or like a, um, Nicola, uh, what is it, a Vucevic, Nikola Vucevic over with the Bulls. You know, you need a guy who has some decent size, like a Mark Gasol, you know, dudes like that who have a, who have decent size, right around seven foot, you know, and who can actually step out and shoot it and make a three point, you know, if they really want to. Now, that's a little expensive, if you ask me. <laughs> there, I have heard of some some past where maybe a Christian Wood from the Rockets could be acquired. Um, I want to give some. I want to give some credit to um, Tyler Lane over at LakerNation.com or Laker Nation podcast. Um, he kind of threw this out. This is where I first heard it, and I can really see a path towards this, where you know. But even 
even if they do decide to move away from Russ, I do think that a guy, a similar player like this would be very helpful to increase the spacing that the Lakers could have. So not only keeping Russ, but even if you do trade Russ, this is a move that should be made. I think this is very essential. You know, <laughs> I, I really, I want, I always try to avoid using this word because I feel like it got overused during the pandemic. But anyways, I really do think it's important in order for the Lakers to have a three, three D, uh, at least a three point shooting big. You know, and if he's at least decent enough on the defensive side, then perfect. You know, that would be the absolute best best option that we could get. Now that means that you can definitely go a little bit different on the backup center spot. Maybe go now. Tyler Lane ended up mentioning uh, a Damian Jones. You know. I think if we get something similar to that, you know, a guy who's athletic enough, who can make, who can take care of a lob with no problem, great hands, catching the ball, is at least suitable for the defensive side, can block some shots. Oh, well, that guy's going to be our, our drop coverage guy, you know, the guy who's able to just protect the rib no matter what. So that would be absolutely perfect when it comes down to that, having that guy as a backup center. Damian Jones would probably be the best option I could think of. You know, Dwight Howard wants to come back or something like that. That'd be cool. We'll see what happens there. <laughs> um, Tyler Dean talked about, you know, Otto Porter Jr. I think a guy similar to that build would definitely be perfect. You have Anthony Davis at the starting power forward spot. You got a guy like Otto Porter Jr. who can back him up or Carmelo Anthony. Um, some people mentioned, I've seen rumors where Carmelo Anthony is included in some trades. I think anybody who thinks that that's possibly something that can happen, I think is really needs to think about it. Because LeBron personally called Melo and told him, hey, let's, you know, it's time. You know, let's let's link up. Let's join up. Now, of course, I don't think that any player, not, any player is like, you know, not tradable. But honestly, do we want to trade him? If we, if, if we give Melo a smaller role, you know, as long as we're not expecting him to play 25 plus minutes a game, then that's perfect. If he comes in, plays his 12, 15 minutes a game here and there, he's going to get us a few few threes. You know, he can catch some fire. Perfect. I don't really expect much on the defensive side. You know, dude was never a great defensive player, at least not in his later career. But, hey, if we give him a smaller role, just be that firework, that firework off of the bench, perfect. You know, that would be awesome. Now, the one trade that I heard... And I really would be interested in seeing what could happen. Honestly, I would rather try to see if we can get Miles Turner. I think Miles Turner, if the Indiana Pacers are trying to move away from a player, and if they want to move away from Miles Turner, that would be my number one target. I think him in the center position with, with the AD, oh my God. Talk about Twin Towers. But Twin Towers that can both step out and have some, and they have some range. And both guys are amazing at shot blocking. If you go back in the past, I think, five, six years, seven years even, it's Anthony Davis and Miles Turner pretty much right there, back and back block leaders. Maybe I think Rudy Gobert's in there maybe once or twice, but it's pretty much them two over and over again. Or they're always like in the top three around there. Now, that would be my number one target. If the Pacers are really trying to trade somebody and they're trying to clear up some cap or they're trying to acquire an expiring contract... Like a Russ West, like Russell Westbrook for forty-seven million, 
and they, they get rid of some big contracts like a Malcolm Brogdon, a Miles Turner, or a Buddy Heel. Hey, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what the Lakers would be looking for. That would be a perfect kind of a scenario, you know what I mean? If we get some sort of combination, say they trade Russ, I think a first-round pick, I think is what uh, Tyler ended up saying. And, or, and I think it was like, and some, and some fluff money. I think it was like four mil. So instead of like them actually buying two second or a second round pick, they actually just um, use that money and throw it to Indiana. If they could do something like that, that'd be awesome. You know, they could find a way. If if Miles Turner could be one of them, that'd be amazing. You know what I mean? Just because, I mean, just for some of the reasons that I mentioned already there. But I could already imagine if they, if they can stay healthy, that would be an amazing backcourt. But, again, a guy, a, a guy, now Tyler did mention that that was like the perfect scenario. And I do agree. That would be the perfect scenario when it comes down to it. And, hey, if they can make it happen, perfect. But it'll be really exciting. I really do think that that's what the Lakers are going to have to go and do. They have to go for a win now, especially seeing how the Celtics are competing here for a finals for, for a potential number 18 championship. And I really hate to say that. Me being a Laker fan, really, like last night was amazing. I'm I'm so happy that the Warriors won and they beat and they whooped their butts. They really whooped that ass you know, when it comes down to it. I'm, I'm just really hoping that the Warriors can can squeeze this out. I don't want the Warriors to win. I mean, it'll be cool to see Clay win and Steph and all them. But, man, I just really don't want the Celtics to win. That's all. You know, that game one, them coming back from that from that lead that they ended up, uh, you know, just erasing was absolutely crazy. But then last night, Warriors stepped it up. They ended up whooping on them, beating them by like 20-something points. All right, so it makes me feel a little bit better. But definitely seeing this though, I feel like that's gonna have to light a fire underneath, like manage under the whole Lakers organization. But you know that's gonna have to show them, like, hey, we need to compete now. We need to we need to get number eighteen before they do. And look, they're almost there. So if they could do that, if they can find some sort of way to come up with a win now roster, I think that'll just be great for the team altogether. One, it'll be it'll kind of get rid of that whole bad season, hopefully from last year just that unfortunate injuries and all kinds of stuff and whatnot and it would also hopefully entice anthony davis and more importantly i guess lebron james to stick around and potentially get a, a into potential potentially sign a, an extension you know it'd be definitely great to go in and do so to go in and just you know have some good news finally coming about with the lakers you know here in, the, in these next couple years hopefully especially with this um you know, co- new coaching hire with Darvin Ham. My man got a four-year contract. I'm really just excited to go in and see him, see what he can do. Um, again, guys, we'll talk more about it. We'll talk a little bit more uh, breakdown about Darvin Ham. You know, just overall, the guy is a former player. He played like 12 years in the league. He ended up winning that championship with the Pistons, so on and so forth. I'm, I believe I talked more about it in the, in the previous podcast. But for the most part, we'll talk more about the Lakers and the Dodgers, the Raiders, and everything more down the line. I just really hope you enjoyed this podcast here. Again, number 89. I'll be doing something maybe big for my 100th episode. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure out something. But um, I hope, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please uh, share it with your friends, share it with your coworkers, family, whoever it is. But for all of you who are listening and who continue to listen, thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. Hope you have a happy Monday. Talk to you guys later in the week. Peace.